The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Furcantries. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terror Guard. Previously on the Very Good Yubnub Team. Our adventure through the Legend of Zelda-themed dungeon continued with combat with the Goria. After dispatching their enemies once again, the gang decides to try a long rest, but the rest is interrupted. Four wallmasters drop down on our heroes unexpectedly. These foes too are dispatched in short order and resting resumed. We return to our now rested heroes. Having completed your long rest, you are now in a room, but healthier. You remain in this room with the little channel of water in the middle and the sort of two pools on the outside. There is still a door directly to your south that is open. It is, in fact, the room that you came from. There is still a door to your left. This one closed off with a locked door. What would you like to do? Well, I have this key with me. I'm gonna finagle my way over to this keyhole and stick it on in and twist it. Oh, you stick it in and twist it, man. You stick it in good and twist it. Yes. And as has happened several times before, you are now faced with an open door. You can now view into the far side room. You can see that there is uh, some like sort of pillory wally things going on in there. What would you like to do? Hillary Wally things. Um, trying to see what my my peeps are doing. There's someone beside me here, and Peter, just back there. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk in to this pillory pillory area slightly, slowly, and just kind of stick my head around the corner and see what's going on in here. All right, I'm gonna have you make a dexterity save. Ooh, do I? St- I don't have bite inspiration still, correct? Uh, you. Uh, it's for. I, I don't know how long you guys hung out in there. How long does it? It's like a minute, isn't it? How long? What? Oh, what was the Arctic inspiration last? Okay, but if you just for a minute, we did take that long rest. It would have mattered. Oh, yeah, obviously, then it's the con. God. Once within the next ten minutes. Ten minutes, still 
longer than an hour. And that's a dexterity savings. It is a dexterity saving throw. Okay, saving throw. That's going to be for a 10. All right. As you are poking your head in, you hear a noise. It sounds like metal scraping across metal. And as you enter the room, you're, uh, you're just, it's really unfortunate that you'd stuck your head in first. So it makes this a harder. <laughs> uh, but basically those two gigantic blade traps that are at the north and south uh, east corners of the room swing together. They fly across the floor. You're barely able to move your head in time to save it from being chopped off. <gasps> you are going to take... You are going to take uh, five damage. Ouch! And what side of the uh, blades am I on? Uh, so you pulled your head back, so you would still be on the east side, so just at the western edge of that doorway. Okay. And the blades slowly creep their way back to the far corners. And I'm just going to come back. It's going to be like some of my ears chopped off or something like that. I'm like, ah! Oh, yeah. Blood kind of going down my chin. Ah, guys, it's not cool in there. It's really not cool. And I, um, they probably saw exactly what went on in there. They probably just saw the blade traps, like, coming together. Yeah, exactly. Shunk. And then you come back and you're, like, nonchalantly with your earpiece missing and blood all over. <laughs> I don't think we should go in there yet. Yeah, I think <laughs> kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. So there you go. What uh, would you like to do? Um, well, I tend to my compadres, bandaging myself up, saying, oh, that really sucked. And... I can turn into a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I can do. <laughs> um, hey guys, there's some traps in there. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm like, whoa, holy shit. Um, I'm going to cast a mage hand. Is a cantrip. Okay. And I'm going to make my mage hand kind of stick its hand out. See if those traps come back again. Uh, I think that they, I think that they do. I think that you put your mage hand out and the traps zip across the room and come together colliding upon your mage hand, uh, which I'm just going to say comically flattens like a wily e. Coyote fucking uh, cartoon here. And then the blades slowly separate and drift their way back to the positions of north and south. Okay. Well, I'll look at the guys and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to trigger this again. And do you want to run through? Yeah, we can give that a go. All right. That's what I do. You wait until the traps return to their dormant positions at the north and south of the room. You stick your mage hand out again. They come together and collide. I jump into past the the range that they were before and Mm -hmm. about 10 feet ahead and run ahead. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go stand down here. (laughs) (laughs) And the way of another trap. In line with those. All right, sweet. Uh, So you guys have defeated my spike trap, fucking trap thing, and you are now in a room. You can see that there are walls that extend in approximately a 15-foot across uh, pillar in the center of the room, shaped somewhat like a diamond from this top-down view that you can, of course, imagine yourself being in. There are blade traps in all four corners of this room, which is, of course, identically shaped in size to all previous rooms that you have been in. 
And here you are. What would you like to do? These pillars, do they go all the way to the ceiling? Oh, they go all the way they up. Go all the way. Is there any space between each um, pillar? There is not. There's not. So it's just, uh, we can't even see anything that's inside of these. You know what? Okay. Just, I, I, think, I think to kind of accommodate the fact that in the original Legend of Zelda game, you can see that there's a stairway in there. I'm going to say that there is like a... Uh, there's like a, a one inch gap that you can see through there. Okay. The pillars are not perfectly fitted together. And I do realize that gives you the opportunity to sneak in there as a fart. Uh, I can say, guys, I can turn into a fart. And that's like my one thing I say over and over. Guys, I can turn into a fart. Guys, I can turn into a fart. fart Get in fart. there. Get guys, in there. I can turn into a fart. Guys, I can turn into a fart. fart I'll say it fart. again. Guys, I can turn well, into a fart. actually... Even better, we can all get in there because I can transform a willing creature you touch along with everything you're wearing. Into a fart? Yeah. But actually, I only have two of those, so. I don't want to be a fart anyway. What if you had to touch their starfish to make them turn into a fart? Oh, yeah. Like, not, you don't have to go in. You just have to, like, tap it like a button. Spell requirements are one poopy finger. (laughs) Can't be your own poop. (laughs) (laughs) what a great way to word it (laughs) well let's let's think outside of the diamond here how would we do this without turning into a fight i think i think we're gonna have to push uh push one of these pillars around probably but it's not gonna be one of these ones but let's just check let's uh examine the pillars that we can on these side of the traps. Okay. Uh, so I can't have all of you roll because as we've explained in the past, if everybody rolls, you're bound to succeed. Uh, I'm going to have Peter roll perception since he's the one that brought it up. I would like to, since I know he is going to, um, I'm going to cast guidance as a cantrip onto Peter. Oh, snap. What does that do? That's going to give you... The target can roll a d4 and add the number to the roll one ability check of its choice. Roll, um, it can roll the die before or after making the ability check. Nice. All right. The spell then ends. I am rolling uh, for to a fart. perception. That's a three. And <laughs> well, you don't have to roll the d4. You can choose not to roll it. Well, don't I want to at this point? Um, so you touch one willing creature once before the spell ends, the target, can, the target can roll a D4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. It can roll the die before or after making the ability check. The spell then ends. So, I mean, I don't want to meta game for you here, but you roll a what? Three. You piece of shit. Uh, it's a seven with my bonus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you add a D4 to that, it's not a very big number. Yeah. Okay, so how long does this guidance spell last for? Um, concentration up to one minute. Concentration up to one minute. Well, what what else am I going to use it for? All right. I don't know. Uh, so, and I'm by the way, I'm assuming that you're searching uh, because of there there are spike traps, and you guys know the behavior of those spike traps. If you guys are searching around anywhere else, yeah, you have to let me know. I'm, so I'm assuming you're basically searching this this I, side. Yeah, I specified this side of the traps. So I'll just roll this because I don't, I, I got a, that's a nine. Okay. With a grand total of nine, you search around and you're like, guys, there's pillars here. Mm-hmm. We could sneak through them as farts if we wanted to. Do you feel like there is, on the other side, something would happen? Do you think the pillars are different on the other side? 
yeah, I think we should check the other side. Um, how about I'll use my mage hand to trigger the traps in this other direction, and we'll see if we can sneak around these pillars to get to the other side. I think you guys easily can. You've got the pattern down now. No, no sense in making you roll it over and over again just for my own entertainment. Um, well, with that, I will... What's my perception? We do that. Yeah, um, I would like to do that. Uh, look, if you don't mind. Do it. For a perception check. Do it. I have a plus six. That'd be 19. With a 19, you notice that the westernmost pillar at its base has some uh, sort of scratchy, groovy marks that are down towards the floor. It looks as though this pillar may shift in its uh, position if you pushed on it from the north going south. Mm. I'm going to try it with my little body first. Why don't I have you make me a little bit of a strength check? Come on, little body. Oh, nice. 20. With a 20, you set yourself to the north side of the pillar. You apply all of the strength in your stout dwarven body. You dig in. Your compatriots look, and they can see your overall pant leggings tighten as your powerful hamstrings dig in and apply force. Your shoulders bearing and bristling, your teeth gritted. You push forward and it slides open to reveal an entrance. Unfortunately, I did not make a graphic for that. Well, that's still cool. Uh, The pathway from the western side is now open, and you can see a stairway descending down below. Let's go. So um, that was a pretty hurtful trap. Are we still wanting to do our way we're doing, just kind of walking into places? or? What are the chances there'll be two of those? (laughs) Slim and zero. So I'm going to go ahead and let somebody else go first this time. Because that kind of hurt my face. I'll go right in there. I hurt my face. Hurt my face. All right. So I'm I'm deviating a little bit from the LOZ standard here. In that you you make your way down this stairway. And you find yourself in a small chamber. In this chamber is a pedestal, and upon that pedestal is an item. I'm going to have the three of you roll a d20. What'd you get? 17. 8. 19. All right. Jeff, with your 19, you have entered the room first. You're looking across. You're seeing this pedestal. I'm going to have you roll me... Do, do, do. What do I want to have you roll me? Give me one second to get to my correct chart here. I'm going to have you roll me a d10. Ten. Oh. Okay. Now I'm going to have you roll me percentile dice, which is the, the two d10s. This could turn real weird. 60. With a 60? Huh. Interesting. Um, bu- 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 bu. You find... Sitting upon this thing, well, it kind of sucks that it's not going to be terribly useful to you, uh, but you find a set of plus one plate armor. Ooh. I didn't want to determine it right up until we got into the room, so I basically just had you roll the charts that are in the Dungeon Master's Guide. And yeah, you got yourself a set of plus one plate armor, which is actually a pretty badass fucking piece of armor. Awesome. 
That is awesome. Add that to thy inventory. Uh, I also, by the way, I know that some people get a little finicky about sets of armor and the size that they are. As in, like, oh, there's no way that a set of plate armor made for a goliath would fit a dwarf or something like that. Uh, eh. We're going to Avenger rules, you know, when they like, they can just switch over the hand, whatever hand goes into it. Right, exactly. The Iron Man, Thanos. It's fucking, of. it's nano, nanotechnology exactly. plus one plate armor. Nano chode. <laughs> new, I don't know why. New from nano chode. <laughs> plus one plate armor. Feel the nanos. I was just thinking about the movie Idiocracy the other day and uh, about how they kept... The, was it the neighbor? The next door neighbor kept calling the company Innerchode. <laughs> that was a fun movie. I there's a, there's a dude I work with who has not seen Idiocracy, and I'm like, this is like one of the most quotable it, fucking movies of all time. Is that you're thinking Office Space? Yeah, yeah, that's Office Space. Oh, that's Inner right. Chode. That's right. That's right. That, that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, wait. A but second. sorry, I got stuck on Mike Judge movies and and just hopped from one to the other. Yes, both are Inner phenomenal, Chode. but. Office Space is the better cult classic, or the more well-known. Actually, it's terrible that if he, has, if he hasn't seen either one of those. He, I think he has seen Office Space. I'll have to ask him. Well, anywho, there you guys are with a brand spanky new set of plus one plate armor. And Jeff can wear that or not? I uh, suspect he's probably not going to want to. Yeah, I don't. Why is that? Because... uh. Well, I'm not wearing any armor. My armor class equals 10 plus my dexterity modifier plus my constitution modifier. Oh, wow. And so I... I will be passing this along to whomever would like to wear it. I can't wear plate armor. Neither can I. Oh. Well, then I guess you guys just got a big fancy thing to sell. <laughs> sweet, sweet gold in my what, pocket. That's like heavy armor, right? Like, Yeah, I wear just leather. Oh. All right. So if I... I just got to Google something real quick here. I remember the page for Drew is because it's level, it's page 69. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this armor that you found is going to be worth, that doesn't seem right. It says 1,500 gold, but plate armor I think is normally worth 1,500 gold. That's a shitload of gold. No take backs. <laughs> Oh, no. you just want 1,500 gold no, for it? No, okay. No, no take back so you can't exchange it for anything else. Fucking books full of rules. That's D&D. Yeah, normal plate armor is 1,500 gold. Uh, so I am going to say... Because that just seems dumb. Uh, I'm going to say that this plate armor is worth 2,500 gold. I think that works out about right. Ooh. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> As you're holding the plate armor like up above them where they can't reach it. <laughs> Try Fear to get is it. jumping, waving his arms. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird that it's yeah plus one armor. And I am using the uh, sane magical item prices guide. It's saying that they're worth about 1500 which... Seems reasonable if it was like leather or one of the other cheaper ones, but it is plate that starts there, so I better write this down, though, because I'm going to forget how much I told you it was worth, and then you're going to be mad at me if I fuck it up later. Found plus one plate armor worth 2,500 gold pieces. Excellent. Uh, and that is all that is stored in this little underground chamber. 
there's no keys as there would have been in the original game, and you guys can just uh, you can just fucking roll, roll on out of here. Yeah. Autobots roll out. What would you like to do now that you've returned to the upper level that I actually have map screen for? Let's go look around. Did we? Is this everything? Did we hit? Not? Uh, did we miss there something? Was, there was a door that we didn't go. We can either go north or to the east. I think it was. We chose to go north. All right, let's go back there. Oh, first we gotta do this old mage hand trick. Uh, my assumption is you guys do the mage hand trick. I think you. That's cool. That. I think you've solved that puzzle. Jarton, why do you keep moving on me? I'm dragging y'all back to the room you should be in. The last room where there was an interesting thing, and if I recall, though I may be fucking things up, you should have one remaining key. Let's use it. All right. We use our key. You use your key. In the big old keyhole. Same key thing as happened on previous key things happens to this key thing. You now have an open door facing... To the east. Uh, for the listener at home, by the way, they went back to the to the right one, down one, down one more. So now they're sort of in that central room. The door to the east is now open. I should have said south, not down. So they went east, south, south, and now they've opened the door going to the east. You would like to proceed into the next room? Yes. 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 Entering the next room, you see three Goria. Oh, motherfuckers. Nothing to drown them in. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody got to take a piss? (laughs) 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 What are you going to use it on? I see the plot rod being handled. (laughs) I'm just going to handle it for now. Okay. I like that you put it under the table to do that. Uh, all right, so you guys enter the room, and right away, these dudes are like, Hey! That's that's what I've decided Goria sound like. Apparently, from the illustrations, they kind of look like rabbit people. Okay. I'm just gonna... I've never actually seen... Ah, yes. I knew somebody would have named rabbit folk. They are apparently called Lapine. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's French for peanuts. <laughs> Latin for rabbit-like. Lapine. Lapine. <laughs> Lapine are medium-sized humanoids with rabbit-like features, including large, highly sensitive ears and powerful legs. This would have been what the typical five E. Folks would have been calling it, but I'm still calling them the Goria because that's the Zelda theme we've got going. <laughs> Lapine. Lapines. A lot of Lapines. A lot of Lapines around here. All right. So it is now Jeff's turn. We're going to cut away from, uh, we're going to put a pause on the record for just a moment. And when we come back, we'll have names for our monsters, for the, for the enemies. And, uh, do we say the last ones? Oh, God damn it. Did we fucking do this every time? I keep forgetting. Last ones were bones of your body. Your body. Your body of bones, unless you were born without a kneecap. Mm-hmm. What was the, what was the special one in the nose? Uh, Volmer. Volmer, yeah. I Vol- had not heard that name before. Volmer. Sounds like a baseball player for some reason. Coming up to bat now, Volmer, he's got a 233 this year. Does not do well against left-handers, though.
All right, we are back. I'm going to have the three of you roll me some initiative against these three lapines. <laughs> I don't know why that tickles me so much. Lapine. Lapines. Look at my lapine. Are you ready for my limp lapine? What'd you get, Jeff? Four. <laughs> you saw the face I made, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sucked tonight at rolling initiative. Peter, what'd you get? I got a niner. That a Niner Fjorten? 20. Whoa. hey Mr. Fucking Show-Off over here. 20. All right. We return to Combat 3 Goria, a.k.a. Lapine. Goria. Oh, man, I got bad Goria from that fucking food. <laughs> There's just no name for these guys that isn't a little funny and immature. Uh, so the three of you have entered the room, the three Gorilla, uh, named Barker, Dawson, and Rayburn. Can you, listeners at home, guess the theme of this combat's theme? This, the theme of the... The theme of this combat's this, theme. This combat. Here we go. We begin with Fjorten, then it goes Rayburn, Peter, Dawson, Barker, and then Jeff. Fjorten, take it away. Hmm. Hamana hamana hamana. Hamana hamana hamana. That's right. Casting about, seeing nothing to drown these people in. What would you like to do? I trying to get my radius on here. Get your radius on here. On your lapine. I'm not sure why the sound of dice rolling in a tray is so satisfying, but it really is. I'm going to go ahead and cast a stinking cloud. Stink up that cloud. Watch, I'll move uh, right from this pillar here. Cast a stinking cloud starting right right here, if you will. Uh, come on. I'd like to. Right here, if you will, and get a 20-foot radius. Try to hitting both Barker and Dawson. A 20-sphere circular radius. So that's right about where it is. Mm-hmm. It is the one thing that I really don't like about Roll20 is how hard it is to select the objects you draw. There is a 20-foot radius circle out there, and I'm being a little generous with it because I'm really having it centered on a square instead of falling within five-foot boundaries, but I don't care. Barker, yes. Dawson, you are going to get stinking clouded. What is stinking cloud, you might ask? Well, let me tell you. You... Fjorten are creating a 20-foot radius sphere of yellow, nauseating gas centered on a point within range. The cloud spreads around corners and its area is heavily obscured. The cloud lingers in the air for the duration. The duration, by the way, is concentration up to one minute. Each creature that is completely within the cloud at the start of its turn must make a constitution saving throw against poison. On a failed save, the creature spends its action that turn reeling and retching. Creatures that don't need to breathe, blah, blah, blah. Wind blows it away, etc., etc. Um. Huh. I didn't see that completely. Yeah. So Dawson, on the other hand, probably won't. So yeah, we're going to say Barker is the one that's completely within it? That'd be the one. Well, you did also create a mighty big obstruction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's hanging out there, uh, and when Barker starts their turn, they're going to be engulfed in fart air. <laughs> What if, what if when people farted, or animals, I guess, but, you know, any old thing that farts, what if when you farted it was visible? <laughs> I, think it, I think it should farts be. Farts wouldn't be as funny. You don't think so? No. 
You know, part of the part of the funniness is the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh God! Could you imagine walking into like a VGAT recording session and the air is just like hazy? Brown? We want to be able to see each other. Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> but I can only imagine just like the types of fights that would come out. Maybe it's an arrow, or maybe nice. it's a little comes up around or... crop dusting at work would be impossible <laughs> do you know what would actually be really fun true. though is people would start learning how to do like smoke rings and stuff oh yeah that's true <laughs> cool tricks party tricks with them party tricks fart tricks imagine like you know how the smoke comes out it's dramatic effect but now it's your own fart so you can fart and then whoo. you know you could do a lot too you could really like you could measure distance and like spread and like there's a lot of uh i bet you this would be an olympic sport by now 100 percent. anyway well, I see, I see. <laughs> You're thinking over there about it. The possibilities are yeah. endless, really. <laughs> the mind reels. You'd like draw your name in your own poop poop cloud. Well, anyway, you uh, you give some thought to that. Fjorten, is that the end of your turn? Um, if possible. I'm actually going to go and run back. Oh, gosh, dang it. Still have a little movement left. Run behind this pillar from Dawson. Excellent. Good day to you, VGAT fans. How is your life? I hope it's wonderful. Like, truly wonderful. I hope today is a day where you think about somebody who has positively influenced your life and you take a moment to be grateful for that person. Exercising gratitude is a wonderful thing. Do you know who I'm grateful for? I'm grateful for Tristan. Tristan joined the ranks of our Patreon supporters and thus earned their place in history as a legendary benefactor of a great and noble cause. The cause of entertaining all of you with our adventures. Tristan, we are super grateful for you taking the time to do this, and we hope we live up to your awesome pledge. For all of you who are wondering, I would like to list for you the names of great honor. The names of our ongoing patrons. Victor, Brian C., Chad, Kathy, Jody, Eloisel, Gerg Murky, Bay Area Beer Socials, Amber, DM Rob, Justin, Zeselery, Jimothy K. Meeplebleeps, Bryant, Emily, son of Sofa Man, JB, Christopher, and now Tristan. To each and every one of you, please find our humble thanks and our deepest gratitude. For all of you patrons, please know that I'm just about to finally move into my new place in less than a week. Pretty darn excited. Once there and things are a little more stable, I'm going to get some stickers printed up for the second campaign finally. I'll reach out when the time comes, but if you'd like to send me an address through Patreon in advance, that would be helpful. For anyone who is not a Patreon patron, but would like some stickers, send us a message through Twitter, Facebook, or our website, and we'll see what we can do. And we don't have like a, you know, an official merch store or anything like that, but we can figure something out. Well, thanks again to all of our patrons, past and present. Thanks to all of our listeners, and thanks to anyone who's out there helping spread the word about our little podcast. I hope something really nice happens to all of you today. And with that, let's get back into the action.
Rayburn on their turn is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet along the south wall. And Jeff will be the only visible target there. They're going to try and strike out at Jeff with a boomerang. And with a 20, that looks like a hit. Yep. Uh, Oh, wait. Whoops. Am I rolling the wrong dice? I am not. That is going to be a total of five bludgeoning damage for you. Ouch. Peter, it is up to you. Um, I'm going to cast Stinking Cloud, too. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to have overlapping Stinking Clouds? Yeah. I'm going to cast it down to where I can get Rayburn and that other chode. Inner chode. That's really what it should look like. I want it kind of down further, so it's like... You know, it's okay if it's up against the wall or whatever. Just want to make sure. Kind of put more of it between us and them. Okay. I can do that. I can scoot it over. I think. Scoot. Oh, there we go. Scooter it over. I just had to zoom. How's that look? Is that good positioning? Yeah, that's good. That's the only way you can get Rayburn and uh, fucking what's-his-nut all in the same one. All right. Dawson. Ooh, yeah. Well, that sounded like it hurt. It didn't hurt, but... It's one of those ones where it's like, maybe I should go check. You just got like a quarter cup of water in there. Nice. No, it felt like solids. Solids. Like I just shit my pants. I'm totally kidding. I didn't shit my pants. When I was setting up today, by the way, uh, one of the chairs, I won't say which, had a spot. It had like a brown spot. Oh, no. And like it kind of, it was like about an inch wide and about two inches long. So one of our, did you clean it? Oh, yeah, it's, I cleaned it off. Everything's fine. What was it? So when I first looked at it, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> who, fucking, who fucking shit through their pants? Who shit my chair? And, like, somebody had to go home and then, like, take their pants off. Maybe it was in the dark and they didn't know. But somebody had to go home and be like, wow, I actually soiled myself over at D&D. <laughs> Oh, no. But then I remembered that uh, not long after and in between at some point, we had some other folks over that used these chairs and uh, we were eating some chocolate stuff. So my hope is that somebody with their taint heat heated up a chocolate (laughs) chip and just melted it into that shape. They still went home and saw the back of their pants and probably thought, wow, I just soiled myself over over at Nick's place. But they chocolated themselves. Yep. And it came off real easy. Like I just a I few had a times light I brush. felt like I might have, you know, lost the game. Mm-hmm. So gambled and lost. All right. So the stinking cloud is positioned. You are happy with where it is. Can I have you roll? What's the damage on this again? There is none. I don't believe. Oh, it's just the retching and whatnot. Yes. If they start their turn there, that's right. My bad. My bad. Okay, well, let's get into some barf rolls. Uh, Dawson's turn is next, assuming, Peter, you were done with your turn. Yeah. Okay, excellent. All right, let's get to some barfing rounds. Dawson is going to be the very first one. Dawson needs to make a constitution saving throw against poison. Poison. They got a decent constitution, though. Constitution, and I'm sorry, what's your, what is your DC, Mel? Uh, Melvin. How long has it been since you've been Melvin? Peter. 14. Uh, that is a success with a 15. 13 plus 2. Not that you needed to know the math, but I, you know, sometimes like to kind of fact check there. Dawson is going to have to escape the cloud if they want to throw their boomerang. So they're going to shuffle on down here to the corner. 
and they're going to boomerang at Jeff. Uh, that's going to be a 21, mm -hmm. which will be three damage. Oh, no. Devastating. Barker, on their turn. What is your saving throw, Fjorten? 14. Also 14. This one, however, is a fail. Yes. Uh, with a mere seven. So they're going to spend their turn retching and reeling. Mm -mm -mm. And they can't even leave. They just spend their whole turn retching and reeling. That's what they're doing. Damn. Jeff, only one creature is outside of this disgusting, stinking cloud. What would you like to do? I'm going to go down and hit Dawson. Do it. <laughs> 15. I'm sorry, a 15 is insufficient. Shite. Uh, try again, I guess. You might as well. 12. 12 is also insufficient. You are not able to score a hit. Dawson is bobbing and weaving like a boxer. And we begin round two. Fjorten, tell me about your turn. We're going to head to the northeast. Directly, diagonally, directly, diagonally of Biker and hit him with the old Warhammer. Warhammer it up. Let me see that uh, attack roll. Okay. That will be a six. Oh, squee. Six is not enough to hit. What else would you like to do? I think that's going to be it for right now. Cool. We move on down to Rayburn. They're going to make a DC 14 save, and they make that save. They're going to scoot out to here. They're just outside of that stinking cloud, and they are going to... They're going to attack Peter. Peter is a... Oh, fuck, I don't even have to ask. An 11 is not good enough to hit you. A boomerang swings past you, but does not strike. I'm going to use my plot rod. Oh, oh. I'm going to catch that boomerang. <gasps> Gasp. You can fucking catch the boomerang. And it's just like the scene in Mad Max and all your fingers are That's gone. That's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can go ahead. Uh, actually, let's do this. Let's. I'm going to make it a little bit challenging. I'm going to have you make me a dexterity roll. Okay. And if you, if you succeed, I'm going to call it... I'm going to call it a 14 DC. If you succeed, you catch it. If you fail, you just swat it out of the air. That's a natural 20. Fucking right. Not only did you catch it, you look super cool doing it. <laughs> like you did a like, side flip. <laughs> <laughs> Some Matrix stuff off the wall here. Mm -hmm. All right. So now you're the proud owner of a boomerang. Yes. Um, a boomerang, by the way, I'll have to add it to your character sheet if you actually want to use it, but... Uh, a boomerang is going to be a uh, 1d6 plus 2 weapon for ranged attacks. Uh, you can also just hit somebody with a boomerang, like you can club them with it. Um, so there you go. Uh, you've taken Rayburn's weapon. Um, I'm actually just going to take the boomerang and, and break it over my leg right in front of Rayburn <laughs> and demoralize him. <laughs> Rayburn's like, my sister made that. <laughs> All right, so I put a little marker on Rayburn to indicate that they don't have a weapon now. Uh, okay, good, good fucking job, dude. Good, good job. I, I don't know what else cotton. to say. Like, you, you just fucking did it. I'm going to take that plot rod from you. F and A. Uh, oh, and I should write that in the plot rod journal that I would remember. Very good. Well, I'm going to say that breaking, catching and breaking a boomerang is, is 
a pretty solid uh, action on your turn. Did you want to move or do anything else? Now I'm going to shoot Rayburn with my crossbow. All right. I should probably just, I should probably not let you do that, but I'm going to let you do that. That's a, oops, must have hit it twice. Uh, 23? A 23. I always take the first one if you hit it twice. So 23 counts, and that is a hit. And that would be four. Four damage. Meow. Meow. A tiny little meow. If only that cat that keeps coming into my garage would meow for us on the mic. <laughs> Should we hold him down? Meow. Meow for the microphone. Meow, you little bitch. Anything else on your turn, Peter? That'll do it. Oh, man. Am I going to have to clean these chairs again? <laughs> We've all been just tearing <laughs> You'll tonight. be wiping it again like, oh, chocolate again. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> That's not chocolate. All right. Dawson on their turn. Dawson is going to attack. You would just sh shoot poop like a waffle through these chairs. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like Play-Doh. Gross. Just extruding it. Extruding is the right and disgusting word. With a 25, Dawson is going to hit Jeff with a boomerang. Oh, this is a pretty fine mesh. I don't know how much we'd go through. Six, da through. six damage. He's going to do six damage. <laughs> I feel like pooping through a window screen or something. Uh, yeah. It's about, I mean, it was a little heftier than a window screen, even. It's, it's thicker material, smaller yeah. openings. So it'd be a little harder. You'd have to push mm -hmm. harder. So I think it's going to be more. It's going to be a lot of butt cheek poop. You'd want to get a little bit of a, a mucili or something in there to make it come out faster. Mm -hmm. Something. Uh, that'd probably just clog up the screen. You're probably better off with some good old diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> good old fashioned. You can just good give old, yourself some diarrhea. Good old fashioned. If you had to do it, you know. <laughs> if you just had to. That's <laughs> just pooping through a sieve. Good. Good job. Good job, us. Barker's turn is next. On Barker's turn, Barker is going to see if they can get out of this stinking cloud. That is a cocked die. Uh, and that is a... What kind of saving throw was it again? 14. Uh, what kind of saving throw? Oh. Constitution? Sorry about that. that no, is 14. A, they would succeed either way with a 17. That bumps it up to 19. So they are able to get out of the stinking cloud. And of course, I can't select them. There we go. Barker, having escaped the stinking cloud. Um... Yes, and that's at the start of their turn, so they'll still get to take actions. They're going to attack you. Uh, that is a 25. A hit. Uh, you are going to take maximum damage of 8. Get smacked upside the head with that boomerang. And then, Jeff, it's over to you. Well, hopefully I can hit somebody this time. Sure uh, would be nice. I'm going to hit that guy right underneath me. There's a thing in the way. I can't see what his name is. Uh, the guy right underneath you is Dawson. Oh. Alright, let's hit Dawson. 11. That's a miss. 21. That's a hit. Finally. 15. Solid hit. Did you go into a rage? No. And that's only going to be 13 damage. Oh, shit. Good call. I didn't remember you saying it, but I always wanted to double check. Anything else on your turn? No, I'll stand pat. Cool. Round three begins. Fjorten, take it away. Everybody loves their own brand. I'm going to run into my stinking cloud here. Really? Yeah. I'm going to run into that and use Thorn Whip. Oh, interesting. Interesting. 
I'm not in here with you. <laughs> You're in here with me. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. Um, so here is here's the challenge: is that you have moved into the stinking cloud. Uh, that means the air around you is obscured. Um, so you're going to have disadvantage on your attack roll with this thorn whip. Oh. Uh, so go ahead and make me a melee spell attack. Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> a melee spell attack. For plus six for that spell attack bonus. So that's good. Yeah, you're not immune to the effects of your own spell, right? 24. Oh, damn. 24 is the lowest you rolled? What? Disadvantage. Oh. Get a roll twice. You're shooting through obscurity here. 14. 14 is still a hit. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. 14 is not a hit. I was thinking of the other guys. Oh. Your thorn whip is a miss. Very sorry. <laughs> well, that was a roller coaster. <laughs> and people say combat's boring to listen to. Yep. All right. So with that, I'm also going <laughs> to... Nice casual acknowledgement. <laughs> People say combat's boring to listen to. Yep, anyway. <laughs> I'm going to run uh, to the west with my leftover movement and get out of my own brand. Good job not starting your turn in there. Uh, okay, good job. Uh, here we go with Rayburn's turn. Rayburn, man, um, they're like, bye. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60 feet worth of movement because they are going to take the dash action on their turn. Uh, you know, you popped their basketball. You you uh, you stole their boomerang and busted it, so they're fucking leaving. Rayburn busts his way out to the other side of the room, and Peter, it is back to you. Um, I will shoot Barker with the Mondays. Shot. Shoot your shot. A uh, 10. A 10 is not going to strike Barker. Then I'm done. Dawson will have the next opportunity. They are going to make an attack at Jeff. That was a lucky little tip of the dice there. You uh, are going to not get hit with a 10. Excellent. Barker is going to whip their boomerang at Peter, who has no more plot points to knock it out of the air. Wow, I just rolled a 10 twice in a row. That's not going to hit you. Their boomerang sails short. The stinking cloud is just... Like, everybody's eyes have just got to be watering at this point. This room is just filling up with this disgusting yellow air. And that brings us to the start of round four. Fjorten, tell us about how you're going to deal with round four. Not happy about that. It is a cool move, but it's... Oh, man. Yeah, we're going to try it again. It's a cool move, man. Yeah, I'm going to try it again. We're going to go into the gas to my right. Let's try not to retch. Do my thorn whip with mm -hmm. disadvantage. Mm -hmm. The first one will be a 24. The second one will be a 18, the lowest. Nice. 18 is enough to hit. You're going to snatch Barker. Yes. Into the stinking cloud. And do a 2d6. 2d. <laughs> Only for three. Three damage, but they are dragged forward. And we're running out. Um, do you want to... Well, you can't disengage. 
Oh. But Barker is going to be taking an attack of opportunity at disadvantage. Can you say Stinking Claude is Christopher Lambert, please? Christopher Lambert. It's the guy oh. from Highlander. Stinking Cloud. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, taking requests tonight. <laughs> was, it, was that a good enough one? Did that? Yeah. Yeah. That was Thank you. That is exactly what I expected and hoped for. Uh, uh, Fjorton, that uh, came back as a 13, which I think misses you. It does. Okay. All right. Rayburn, on their turn, is going to boogie on into the next room. And they are out of sight, out of combat. Peter, can I, can I ask what you're going to do with your turn? Yeah. Um... I guess I'll get kind of up by just behind Jeff and I'll you know what I was going to try to shoot these guys but their AC is so stupid high it is pretty high I'll never never get through that these guys are pretty awesome all around actually I may have I may have over designed them they're pretty pretty uh pretty cool they got a fair amount of hit points, too. You guys, the two that are in the room, neither of them are even bloodied yet. Uh, I'll just cast a hold person on Dawson. Do it. That's a damn solid, damn solid choice. All right. Wow. And with a fucking... Wait, what kind of a save is that? Wisdom. That is a three. They are successfully held, and they're going to be making wisdom saving throws at the end of each of their future turns. Chop away. They are held. Uh, and they're paralyzed. Let me just check what that condition means again. Because I think, I think it means it's just uh, incapacitated. It can't take actions or reactions because a paralyzed creature is incapacitated. Can't move or speak. Uh, automatically fails strength and dexterity saves. Attack rolls against that creature have advantage. And any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. So, that's fucking baller. Oof. Uh, yeah. Maybe you should do that more often. <laughs> Noted. Anything else on your turn, Peter? Um, I will give, I'll give Fjorten some bardic inspiration. Oh, hell yeah. Bardically, consider yourself bardically inspired. I feel bardically inspired, really. Dawson, on their turn, gets an attempt that they fail to release themselves from hold person and we scoot on over to Barker. Barker is going to start their turn in a stinking cloud uh, and that looks like a success they are not going to be caught up in it that's a 20 they're going to claw their way out of the stinking cloud over to Fjorten they're going to make an attack roll against Fjorten uh, and with a 19 I believe should hit uh-huh that will be five damage for you. Fucking piece of shit. He did roll a three. It's a plus two. Jeff, it's over to you. You have a paralyzed target in front of you in Dawson. You get to roll attacks with advantage. Any hit you make is going to be a critical. Ooh. I don't think it'll take you long. Uh, 28. 28 is a critical critical. No extra bonus for that. Uh, so 11. Um... Uh... Do, do, do 11. Okay, go ahead with assuming your next attack. 26. Also a hit, and it will be a critical. Uh, so 10 plus what? 
another. I don't even know what the roll is. Uh, basically, that would be 15 damage. Okay, 15. Excellent. Because it doubles the dice. It's not enough to kill, but Dawson's pretty fucked up after that. Definitely bloodied. Not quite wrecked. Anything else on your turn? No, I'm good. I love simple to play characters. I do this thing and I do it well. <laughs> That's what I do. Round five. At the top of that round is Fjorten. Fjorten, you've got Bardic Inspiration. You've got Barker directly to your north. I'm going to be running to the northwest and doing a thunder wave. Oh, you're going to try and push this stupid thing back into this damn cloud. Not giving up on it yet. Constitution saving throw is failed with a four. Yes. They're going to take the entire seven damage, and they're pushed ten feet, correct? Uh, yes, that's correct. All right, seven damage. They are not down to bloodied yet, but they are getting there. And they are back in the stinking cloud. Now healing word myself at the second level. Well, I cannot do that because I cast a spell, and that's not a cantrip. I can't do two first level spells. Correct. All right. When right. I take the damage, I touch myself. Oh. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that reaction sums that up. <laughs> All right. That will be that. All right. Sweet. Uh, Rayburn, by the way, is gone, so I'm just going to take them out of the turn order. And Peter, you're back up. Uh, I um, can't really see Barker. So I'm going to get up next to Dawson and just chop Dawson with my longsword. Nice. Sounds like a hoot. And that would be a, a seven. That's so awesome. I'm sorry. A seven is not enough to hit. I think I'm useless. I think I might be useless. I don't know. Hold person's working out pretty well for you. Yeah, well. Oh, and I'm sorry, you actually had advantage on that, um, but 16 is still not enough to hit. They have 17 AC. Uh, yes. Yeah, these things suck. Mm -hmm. For rabbits, they're yeah, pretty tough. For Lapine. <laughs> for Lapine, they got pretty the tough. The source of their strength. <laughs> I feel it in Lapine. <laughs> Deep in my Lapine. Got pretty tough sheaths going on there. On those Lapines. Anything else on your turn, LaPeter? No. Dawson's turn is going to be spent trying and failing. I've rolled a lot of twos recently. That's a four. They are still hold personed. Barker on their turn is going to make a wisdom saving throw to see if they spend their turn retching. And with a 10, they are going to spend their turn retching. Imagine a rabbit person retching. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> Sounds horrifying. Get out of here, rabbit person. I'm picturing the uh, the guy in the rabbit mask from uh, Donnie Darko. <laughs> that's that's the image I've got of these guys. It's an interesting movie. It is an interesting movie. Yeah. Fucking great soundtrack at a minimum. Jeff, Dawson is still hold person did below you. Let's try to kill him. Uh, you know, I support that. 27. Excellent hit. 15. Holy shit. Uh, remember that it is a critical, and so the 10 you rolled gets doubled. You actually did 25 total damage. You obliterate this rabbit person. <laughs> Goodbye, rabbit person. Excellent. Do I have rabbit person all over me? Oh, you and Peter both, man. It's just like fur 
lucky feet everywhere. <laughs> can I go in these stink clouds or whatever? Uh, you can. Your vision will be obscured. Um, so the way that this works, by the way, I don't know that we've ever actually encountered this situation in D&D. Um, the way that this works is advantage and disadvantage are things that you can only get. You either have it or you don't. <laughs> um, as in, like, you can't get double or triple advantage, but... If there are things that give you advantage and there are things that give you disadvantage, they just cancel each other out. Um, also, I'm not sure why I'm saying this because Barker doesn't have anything that gives you advantage. I was thinking about the hold person, but that's the other the other dude. Getting late, getting tired. It's Barker and you've got disadvantage on trying to attack him because of the yellow cloud. All right, 14. I'm sorry, 14 is not enough to hit. But hey, you tried. I'll just sit here and enjoy the stink. I'm starting to retch. Retch so good. Alright, round six. Fjorten, it starts off with you. Barker is in the stinking cloud. So is Jeff. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Uh, I'm going to stop concentrating on my stinking cloud there. At least mine, anyway. Kapwing, it is gone. And I'm going to... Which, hilariously, uh, means that Barker is no longer fully engulfed, but Jeff is. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stand next to Bark here and do an attack with my great axe with some bardic inspiration. Did you want to go five more feet and get uh, flanking? I could. Uh, I don't think I can. I don't have enough movement. How far out did you just go? I only have 25. You've only gone 15. Really? Oh, yeah, that little cool tool. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. That sounds even better. You're a cool tool. Yeah, that's an insult. Okay. <laughs> You're the coolest tool I know. To episode 48, Lapine, was released on November 15th, 2020. Join us again next week as we inch ever closer to the conclusion of this dungeon on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! Well, actually, so hey, that is, that is one. Because we go to semen. Fucking SARS. Uh had a thing where people were pooping in apartment buildings and the ventilation wasn't installed properly so it was going up through the poop pipes and then getting aerosolized all like out into other people's apartments so like a bunch of people got sick from poop air but it was SARS sick from poop air like and this is like legitimate like this is a thing that they figured out after the fact that like number one can we just fix that in general like <laughs> SARS or not like, what, 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 what kind of fucking place are you living in like we got to end that. Like, poverty and living in apartments <laughs> With that poop you're air breathing in poop air. Like, we got to do better, people. <laughs>